Let's switch our focus straight over to commercial real estate. Joining me right now, Warren Waxberger, CEO of AECOM Capital. Thanks for being here. So last year, when I was talking to folks in commercial real estate, it was that rents were soaring, rates were on the rise, things seemed like they were getting so much better after COVID. And it, there was a peak, wasn't there? Like we're down more than 10% off that peak from last spring, right? Yeah, hi, Nicole. Uh, good to talk to you. I think you're exactly right. Um, the market has, has has definitely changed dramatically, and we're in a uh, in, in a time of haves and have-nots. You've got some properties that are doing amazingly, uh, and some properties not so much. So there's a, a lot to watch come coming up in 2023. So if someone wants to invest in commercial real estate, they have to be really particular because there's so many different types of commercial real estate. Um, where where could we see some wins? Is it multifamily? Is it medical? Yeah, I think it's a great question. So um, if you think about it, multifamily is still incredibly strong. We've got serious housing issues in the U.S. that everybody's aware of. Um, and so as interest rates continue to rise that make it harder and harder to buy a home, uh, you're going to drive a lot more people into the renter pool and you're going to and you're going to see I think at least uh, steady um, values within the multifamily side. I'm also concerned about the debt. You know, uh, that's something that has come up now. And is that something you're hearing more about? No, no question about it. And it's not only just debt. It's it's the cost of debt and it's the cost of interest rate caps. So a lot of real estate loans require borrowers to buy interest rate caps and interest rate caps are up um, you know, 20 times over where they were last year, which has made it more and more difficult to finance. So um, I think as wow. people uh, look at their business plans, they need to think about an environment with six to 7% interest rates and, and how can they absorb that? Look, no one wants the commercial real estate market to fly and do great more than I do. I mean, I'd love to see New York City booming once again. Um, how do we know where we are in the race? Has the worst passed? Are things getting better? Yeah, so I think that's a great question. Um, you really have to look at it uh, by asset type. In, in, in office, maybe we're in the second inning. Um, you've got buildings that are in downtown Los Angeles that are trading for half of what they were worth five years ago. Yet in Century City, you've got Aries taking uh, over a whole building and that building is going to be worth a lot more. And so when you think about where we are, to use the baseball analogies, it really does depend on on the inning. Uh, or sorry, it depends on the uh, the asset type. Yeah, yeah. Second inning for office is terrible. That's terrible. And that is because people have not returned five days a week. And these big corporations don't need the same amount of real estate. We saw that coming. Like, it was really, couldn't have been more plain to see, right? I think that's right. I think that's right. I think it's two things. I think it's exactly what you said. There's been less of a return to office. But secondly, people are demanding more out of their offices. And so if you look at the leasing statistics based upon office vintage, you can see that since 2021, nearly 90 million square feet has been net leased in office on buildings that have built been built after 2015. If you look at the buildings built in the 1980s, they've lost 90 million square feet. And so um, it's it, it really goes back to, and I sound like a broken record, a tale of haves and have-nots. The best-in-class stuff 
is doing well, and the worst in class office, yeah. uh, there, there's, there is no bid for today. And, you know, dividends were another thing. When we think about REITs, they were always sort of a safe haven and they had dividends and we're seeing dividend cuts um, from these groups. But, I mean, there's no doubt that real estate at least holds a good portion of its value over time. I mean, I think of REITs, I think of Simon Property Group, Vernado, Boston Properties, uh, SL Green. I mean, what do you think of when you're thinking of these REITs? Sure, I'll, I'll talk about the, the, the multifamily REITs and specifically. I, I think that yeah. um, the it, it's it's difficult to see how the pricing falls as much as the public market would suggest. Um, and so I think relative to other uh, options within the space, multifamily is still a great place to be in. Um, right now, there's probably more buyers than, than, than there are sellers um, and people don't want to take a loss on their projects. And so the first half of 2023, I suspect, will be relatively calm. And uh, perhaps once the Fed uh, signals a pause in interest rate rise, you'll start to see a little bit more traction happening um, and you'll start to see more price discovery. Right, right. Warren, it's great to chat with you about an important topic in business. Warren Waxberger, thank you, AECOM Capital. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much.